Hey guys, welcome back to FPL Juice Daily Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you guys enjoyed the show on Tuesday night. And that obviously went out yesterday as a audio podcast. So there was no daily news. But we're back today to fill you in with some brighter news. But there's been plenty going on before we even get to that. So just want to run through some transfers that are going on. Looks like Lissandro Martinez will be going to Man United from Ajax. Not confirmed yet, but certainly looks like they're close to reaching an agreement. So that could be the defender they definitely need for a bit of backup to uh, Maguire and Varane. Uh, other news that could could maybe become interesting, we'll keep an eye on it in terms of FPL, Liam Delap may be going to Southampton. There's, a, there's an offer, he may be going from Man City to Burnley on loan, but Southampton are rumoured to be interested in a permanent deal. So, if he could go there, maybe a support for Che Adams and get some minutes, he will be a 4.5 playing uh, striker. So that could be very, very interesting. Um, also, Koulibaly has his medical today. Obviously, the transfer from Napoli to Chelsea. A lot of people will be interested in that. We want to see Chelsea defence firming up uh, after the loss of Rudiger and Christensen. So... Reese James and Chilwell could become even better options if we know that Thiago Silva's got a bit of backup with Koulibaly. And of course, there are other defenders rumoured to be coming in to shore up that Chelsea defence even more so, which again, not only Reese James and Ben Chilwell, uh, but also uh, Edouard Mendy could become an even better option at 5.0. So we'll keep an eye on that one, uh, fill you in, but it looks like that's pretty much done. Also done at Chelsea, Raheem Sterling obviously confirmed that we pretty much knew that anyway and also Rafinha looks like now that has been completely 100% confirmed to Barcelona so plenty going on in the transfer window um, a little one that I know some people have been talking about is uh, Carney Chukwemeka who's been left out of pre-season uh, with Aston Villa due to contract negotiations going on so obviously had a great tournament with England um, but at the moment it looks like he his contract negotiations certainly are up in the air a little bit, so his minutes may well be affected. I know he's not exactly a template player and he's not someone we've seen in a lot of drafts, but uh, he's someone that surely a few people might have been considering as a little cheap option on the bench after his performances uh, in the summer tournament. However, enough of them. Let's move on to Brighton. Now, Brighton, typically not a team we tend to invest in a lot, but over the years, there's definitely been some value players that we've gone to and indeed players that you normally can pick up a bit of value and will play at least sort of one, maybe two of them in our team at some point in the season. So let's start at the back. Now, of course, uh, Robert Sanchez became a bit of a hero, stepping in after, uh, after injury to keepers in previous years for Brighton and then become nailed ever since and has done fantastically well. Uh, a lot of people owned him last year, especially at points of the season. He was absolutely um, on fire in terms of points per match. Um, so in terms of what keepers bracketed this year at four and a half, how they performed last year, Sanchez actually uh, achieved the most points, the most FPL points the whole of last season for any keeper that's now four and a half this year. However, um, both Raya and Gaeta and Dubravka all scored more points per match. Obviously, they didn't get quite as many minutes as him. But it's not quite as simple as that. Obviously, we know that Raya has now got competition with the keeper signing at Brentford. And the same could be said, of course, of Gaeta um, with with uh, Butland signing and also with Dubravka 
And now we know Nick Pope's gone there, so he's probably almost certainly going to be a number two. And the other two are, are, are definitely going to be facing some stiff competition for that number one jersey. So if you do want a safe bet, maybe Robert Sanchez is still someone worth considering. As we move into defence, we've got the likes of Kukurea, Dunk and Lamptey, who are all kind of players that we've had in our teams over the last few years now. Kukurea, as we know, may be on the move to Man City. Um, but even if he doesn't go, that will be a minute's risk, obviously, if he does uh, go to Man City, sorry. But if he doesn't go at 5.0, I just feel like there are better options out there. We've seen the likes of Matty Cash, uh, Kieran Trippier. So we know that there are really, really strong FPL assets out there for 5 million. So perhaps, even though Kukurea has had a great season last year and been linked with this big money move, I think at 5.0, he's probably one to avoid. However, Dunk and Lamptey are both priced at 4.5 apiece. There's definitely an argument to be said. Now, Lewis Dunk um, only had one goal contribution last year. However, he had five and six goals respectively, uh, in uh, goal contributions, sorry, respectively in the two seasons prior. So we know he's got an attacking threat, um, obviously big from corners. Uh, you know, he's got a great head on him. And he can take the odd free kick. We remember, obviously, that cheeky one he scored against Liverpool a couple of seasons ago. So we know he's got a shot in him as well. He is definitely someone that uh, could be an option to consider if you don't fancy going template with uh, your 4.5 Tommy Asu or, or um, Ben White from Arsenal. Perhaps this could be a nice little differential for you. So Lewis Dunk at 4.5, I do think, is a really good option. Um the other 4.5 defender, as we mentioned, is Tarek Lamptey. Now, he's more of a less, less of a goal um, kind of threat from set pieces, but he does have uh, a lot of pace down the ring, cutting the ball back, almost like a, a young Sean Wright Phillips. Uh, small in stature, but gets into good positions and cut the ball back. However, he's a serial offender on the lively scale. He's a player that often flatters to deceive. So I'm not sure if he's someone that people will be willing to take a risk on. And also, he does seem to be very, very injury prone. Um, 90% of the season, you'll see his name in yellow on your uh, on your team sheet. So he might be someone to avoid, especially with budget being so tight this year and trying to maximise the value at the start of the season. You want someone who's going to be playing every game and not a concern when it comes to injury. So he could be possibly one to wait and see on. As we move on to midfield, now... Leandro Trossard, I do think a 6.5 is is probably half a mil overpriced. When you look at the likes of uh, Bruno Gomez, cheaper. When you look at uh, even Marcus Rashford at 6.5, you can't help but look at Trossard and think that he is initially overpriced. However, um, he in his last three seasons, he has got 10, 11 and 12 um, goal contributions. So we can't completely write him off. But for me, I just think unless he comes out the block with something different to what we've seen in previous seasons. Yes, he's a consistent performer and he will get you those goal contributions, but it's just not enough for a player priced at 6.5 this year when there's so many good options in midfield, as we know. Um, following up from them, we've got Sacedo, Mwepu and Gross. They're all kind of in no man's land price-wise. Yes, they're cheap, but none of them seem to be assured of as many minutes as you'd want. And I just don't think they're going to offer too much value for him. So it'd be a firm avoid for those three for me. Looking at uh, the upfront options that are off, there's a couple of uh, players, unlike a lot of teams that don't seem to have hardly any strikers. These 
this Brighton team has got Danny Welbeck. Um, now, I don't want to be too harsh on him, but he's going into his 15th season now and he's never, ever hit double digits um, for goals scored in any of the previous 14 seasons. So for me, he's he's in a void. He might have a little spell where he comes into the team as a cheap option and he gets, you know, three in three and seven games or something like that but he's not going to do it all season long so I definitely wouldn't have him anywhere near my first draft um Mopai the pantomime villain of the Premier League uh always upsetting teams and yes he does seem to you know his name seems to pop up occasionally but again at 6.5 I really don't think the temptation's there I'd probably take more of a punt on um Mitrovic at Fulham for six and a half if I had to or failing that, probably save 0.5 and, and, and just take a punt on Solanke or, or or someone like that, or even Chris Wood if Wilson's injured, because I just think that Mopai's just just not an exciting asset. And, you know, I just think there's a lot better options out there. Um, finally, someone to keep an eye on would be Undaz, um, who has signed from Union SG uh, in, the, in the Belgian league. Now, he's only priced at five and a half million, and he had a fantastic season last year, scoring... 26 goals and 12 assists in 39 games. However, it's the Belgian Pro League. How much can you read into that? I'm not saying that he can't do well in the Premier League, but certainly let's see how he does in pre-season. Let's see if he's even going to be starting games. But at five and a half, he could definitely, definitely be a nice little bench striker um, to, to to have up our sleeves. But with the likes of Broja looking at um, sealing a move away from, from Chelsea at the same price, Depending on where he ends up, that could be another option as well. So not uh, not maybe the best five and a half option, but he certainly could be. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. Guys, if you haven't already, head over to uh, to check out the live show. We were joined, obviously, this week uh, by Mo and um, Holly as well, who joined us as a guest. Really, really thankful to have them both on. It was an awesome, awesome show. Um, Holly Shand... Um, you know, answered a few of the questions and that you guys sent in on the Juice phone and also rated some of your drafts as well. So it's brilliant to have her on board and get some really good opinions from her. Do subscribe to the show on YouTube and do drop us a like for that video as well. We really, really appreciate all the support. The subscriptions have been flying in. Um, great to see at the start of the season. Really, really promising. And we do really appreciate all your help. Guys, that's it for me. Ash will be back tomorrow to fill you in on some Chelsea assets, which will be nice after the last uh, sort of Brentford, Brighton, uh, Bournemouth uh, shows with these little mini podcasts we're doing. Not too much pickings uh, to be had from them, but certainly Chelsea, you've got a whole raft of players that are going to be great FPL assets this year. So we look forward to uh, hearing what Ash has got to say on them tomorrow. Until then, guys, it's been good. We'll catch you soon.